T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 830 here on this Thursday morning. 22 degrees and uh, Ted, we have a special guest this morning. Very special guest. He is touring the U.S. next month and he's got a string of hits along the way in his great career. Gilbert O'Sullivan joining us. He's got a new album out called Driven. Good morning, Gilbert O'Sullivan. Good morning, Ted. It's nice to be talking to you. Thank you very much, and you are on tour next month. One of your stops will be March 18th over in St. Louis. But uh, how did this tour come about? Do you like going on tour? Well, I mean, the best promotion, uh, Ted, when you release an album is to get out there to perform in front of people. And so that's, you know, that's what we're doing and stuff. And it's great to be coming back to America because last year was the first time we really had a, a good tour of America in something like 40 years. And so... Here we are. We're coming back to you again. And uh, after the last time, I'm really looking forward to the shows we do. It's just myself and my guitar player. It's very up close and personal, kind of an intimate uh, concert. But that works really well over the two hours that we perform. Are American audiences any different than other places you perform? Well, they speak the same language, so that's <laughs> it's like we, we're not not long back from Japan, where it's just, it's a different matter. But, uh, no, I mean, it's, it's I, I, one thing I noticed about America is they like songs. They're into the songs uh, in, a, in a nice way. So I'm really happy with that because I like to feel that my songs will get through to people in a positive way. The new album is called Driven. Tell me about the album and how things came about. Well, it's the, the title is pretty much how I am in terms of songwriting. and stuff. That's the key uh, to what I do. Uh, no, it came about because I, I meet up with a producer. The, the producer for this album was producer Simply Red and Simple Minds. And I let them pick the musicians. And uh, how it works is I meet them for the first time in the studio. We shake hands. I play the first song to them. They go back to their chairs. We rehearse it a few times. And then the light comes on and we take it. So over five days, we did 14 songs. So the album has a kind of live feel about it, albeit that it isn't live, because obviously there is... Uh, things to be done with it. Uh, but it's a fascinating process, really enjoyable, and uh, I was very happy in the response to it thus far. The new album is called Driven. It's Gilbert O'Sullivan. He's on tour in America next month, in the month of March, in the second and third week. Of course, you grew up and found your musical way in the 1960s, and what a scene that was in the UK back in those days. How did you find your niche amidst the Beatles and all the British <laughs> invasion and music that was going on back then? Well, like the invasion of the Beatles in 74, um, sorry, 64, when they when they hit you. I mean, in 62, they hit us and stuff. We'd never seen anybody like them before. You know, everybody's haircut 
before that was like Elvis, all swept back, and suddenly they had these mop tops. Uh, but they wrote great songs, and this was the thing for us as youngsters, is that we kind of identified with them because they could write great songs without without being able to read music. So we kind of, as a result of that, we all wanted to be in a band. So that pretty much started it off for me and was in a band that was a drummer and then a more serious band, which ultimately led to me then uh, coming up to the up to London, getting a recording contract with CBS. So, I, you know, I worked hard, served a good apprenticeship to get uh, to eventually get the success that, that happened. Gilbert O'Sullivan is with us live this morning. How about your song, Alone Again Naturally, that brought you worldwide fame? Did you know that song was going to be that big of a breakout hit? No, uh, uh, Ted, you wouldn't want to know that. That's kind of dangerous area to be in. Suffice to say, I wrote the song. I was writing another song at the same time called Out of the Question. So those two songs, I was really happy with it. I got into the subject. People think that it's based on personal experience alone again. And I tell them that what makes you a good lyricist is to be able to have an understanding of a subject. You don't have to experience it, albeit that it's a serious situation that you're dealing with. So I enjoy that process. So I was really happy with the song. But, you know, we went in the studio a month later to, to release the next single, which was meant to be one of the two songs. So as I say, out of the question, everybody thought that was the commercial one. They didn't think Alone Again was that commercial. But in the end, my manager, Gordon Mill, said, even if it isn't as commercial as Out of the Question, let's go with it and stuff, because he felt it was a better song. Big success in Europe, but a much bigger success in America. It, for me, it's become your song. So that's kind of interesting, I think. And, you know, the covers, the Neil Diamond cover, the Diane Krall, Buble cover. I go right back to Sarah Vaughan, Nina Simone. Amazing covers of the song. So I'm really grateful for that. And another, of course, that res that song very much resonated with the Americans. I tell you what, the song of yours that gets in my brain and won't leave for three or four days is Claire. I love that song. Well, that's nice. Again, that, that that's one of the few based on the personal experience because Claire, uh, I wrote that as a thank you to my manager Gordon and his wife who cooked meals for me. And I used to babysit for them. Claire would be the one getting up in the middle of the night and stuff. So I wrote the song as a thank you to them. And Claire laughs at the end of it. And then Gordon Mills actually plays the harmonica. So it's a really nice family record. It's really nice. I'm really happy you like that. We're talking with Gilbert O'Sullivan this morning. His new album is Driven, and he's going to be touring in the U.S. in March, coming up next month. After getting worldwide hits like that, did you find it easy or difficult to follow up and keep the career momentum going forward? But the key, uh, Ted, is the writing. I've always had the writing there. So that, that's without the writing, I would be worried. Without the, without the writing, I'd be in difficulty. No problem. Get, sit me down at the piano. Let me, the discipline I have to sit there. I have that brill building mentality. The likes of where Goffin and King, uh, Neil Sedaka and Greenfield will go into a room Monday morning, sit there with a piano or a guitar to write songs. So I have that attitude, which is good discipline to have. So I've, I've kept that going through all the time. Without the song, there wouldn't be a career. I would just... I take up something else. So I love it. So I'm still able to come up with the goods. Driven is the current example. Within another 18 months, hopefully, I'll start to get itchy feet and start thinking <laughs> about who. But that, as long as it's there, Ted, then use it. Who are the performers that you enjoy in the world of music? Who do you like listening to? Well, I'm a big fan of John Mayer. Uh, I like John Mayer and Alison Krauss. I'm a huge fan of her. I met her when we recorded in Nashville. Dua Lipa. You know, I like Chainsmokers. I mean, it's, it's, I listen to everything. It's important. You can't be a contemporary songwriter if you don't like what you're hearing on the radio. That's very important. Radio is essential. 
And always you'll hear something will catch your eye, you'll catch your ear, you think, wow, what was that? Investigate that. And then that could lead to buying the album by the people you're hearing. That's a great process. I love radio. So that's that's the kind of influences there. So I buy everything because if I buy a Jay Z rap record or something, I may not get much melodically out of it, <laughs> but I will get. There's production values which you can kind of you know we're in a production era, so that could be useful. Ah, love it, love it. Well, we love radio too. Yeah, <laughs> that's our livelihood. <laughs> and we've and we've certainly enjoyed your songs and the fact that they are still on the air fifty plus years later after they gained fame. Gilbert O'Sullivan, he's on tour. He's got a new album called Driven. Check that out. He'll be on tour in U.S. cities in March coming up next month. We certainly appreciate your time, and thank you for sharing your music and abilities with us all these years, Gilberto Sullivan. Thank you, Ted. Nice to be talking to you. Thank you much. That is Gilbert O'Sullivan joining us live here with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. All right, 838 here on Stephen Ted. Let's take a look at some uh, news this morning. A woman is dead following a crash in Saline County Wednesday morning on I-135 south of Salina. The highway patrol says a Toyota Tundra traveling southbound crossed the center median and struck a Ford F-150 in the northbound lanes, causing it to catch fire. 26-year-old Dacia Ensley of Salina, a passenger in the Ford truck, was killed. A 41-year-old man who was driving the Ford and a 20-year-old woman who was driving the Toyota were hospitalized with serious injuries. U.S. Senator from Kansas Jerry Moran spoke at the Senate Committee on Commerce, Science, and Transportation hearing with the FAA regarding his priorities as the new ranking member of the Subcommittee on Aviation Safety, Operations, and Innovation. Kansas is the aviation capital of the world with over a century's worth of rich aviation history. Whether manufacturing the first bomber in the B-52 or the next generation a bomber in the B-21, Kansas has driven and carried the aviation industry. The Kansas Republican added that the FAA is at a crucial junction. We must do everything in our power to ensure the United States remains a leader in aerospace innovation and safety. You can listen to his complete comments in the news story on our webpage at knssradio.com. Stephen, 10 in the morning now, KNSS, 840 here on this Thursday morning. And uh, why don't we go, we're going to do for Well, the, let's, let's uh, do weather. You want to do the weather yeah. here? All right, Chad, uh, take it away, 840. Stephen, 10. Good morning. Some of the heavier snowfall occurred well to the north of us and continues in extreme northern Kansas. For us, the cloud cover will stick around today. Temperatures in the upper 20s around lunchtime, 32 and breezy this afternoon. We will be clear overnight, Tarlo 18, sunny and 47 on Friday. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now a cloudy sky, 22 degrees. We have a north wind at 17 miles per hour. And we'll do a little more entertainment news in the blur. It's right here with Steve and Ted every morning at this time. And, of course, this morning we've been talking about the passing of Raquel Welch. Raquel Welch, who was one of the biggest sex symbols of the 60s and 70s, has died. The actress passed away after a brief illness Wednesday morning. Welch catapulted to fame in the feature film Fantastic Voyage and One Million Years B.C. in the mid-60s. The latter film featured Welch in a beige-torn bikini that cemented her sex symbol status. From there, she blew up at a time she was one of the most in-demand stars in Hollywood, taking home a Golden Globe for her role in the 1974 film The Three Musketeers, starring Oliver Reed and Michael York. She was 82 years old. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Raquel Welch, born in Chicago. And, of course, Playboy ranked her number three on the 100 sexiest stars of the 20th century list. Ooh, I wonder who number two and number one were. <laughs> I assume Marilyn Monroe is one uh, of those two. Probably so. But I wonder who the other one is. 
Okay, you need to check that out. Raquel Welch, she was in the Elvis movie Roustabout. I loved her in Fantastic Voyage. Fantastic Voyage. Love that one. One Million Years B.C., Bedazzled, Bandolero, 100 Rifles, Kansas City Bomber, The Three Musketeers, Mother Jugs and Speed. Raquel Welch has passed away at the age of 82. Let's take a look at 20 years ago on this night, the animated series The Venture Brothers, the pilot of that series. Ma ventured and raised no fools. We don't have a mom, Hank. You like pretty girls, don't you? And how? Well, pretty girls need cosmetics. How do you think they get so pretty? Was that really necessary? You have to defile a mummy completely or they come back to life. You know that. The pilot of the Venture Brothers. I know Jad and I both watched Venture Brothers through the years. For, for Christmas one year, you got me mm -hmm. a bobblehead of uh, oh, yeah. uh, Dr. I Orpheus. I forgot about that. And that has, <laughs> that has proudly sat near my television for years now. That bobblehead doll you gave me. The Venture Brothers pilot was 20 <laughs> years ago on this night. He was born 120 years ago on this day, Edgar Bergen. American ventriloquist, actor, comedian, vaudevillian, radio performer. Taught himself to be a ventriloquist. Came up with the character of Charlie McCarthy. <laughs> yes. Edgar Burry. And he was world famous yeah, one time. at the time back in radio days. Henry, what's happened to you? What's happened to us and our marriage? This cathedral must rise. From Hollywood, it's the new Edgar Bergen Hour with Charlie McCarthy. Well, this has really been a wonderful day for us. Yes, it has. Lunch at the White House. Hot luck with the Roosevelt. Yes. <laughs> I hope you won't embarrass me like you did in Las Vegas. What about Las Vegas? I thought I gave a very moving performance. Yes, it was moving, all right. Especially your lips. Oh, no. <laughs> Of course, it was, it was always interesting trying to figure out the appeal of a ventriloquist on radio. Yeah. But, but it you know, it is what it is. Yeah, and he was doing comedy bits, and the straight man and the smart aleck. Yeah, Edgar Bergen. And, of course, his daughter, Candace Bergen. Candace Bergen, yeah. you bet. Edgar Bergen was born 120 years ago on this day. And Steve, 75 years ago on this day, it came out in Wichita movie theaters, The Bishop's Wife. Oh. With David Niven, Cary Grant, Loretta Young. Henry, what's happened to you? What's happened to us and our marriage? This cathedral must rise. It'll stand like a great beacon. I want its light to shine. Oh, never mind, Henry, never mind. God, please help me. Good evening. Who are you? I'm an angel. I was instructed to come here in answer to your prayer. There's no time to lose. Because the cathedral must be built or because Julia must be happy. This has been the most wonderful evening I've had in years. This has been the most wonderful evening I've had in centuries. I don't believe you're an angel. I think you're a demon right out of... <gasps> oh, Henry. Why don't you fight for her? Fight? An angel? Julia is a creature of earth. She's a woman, Henry. And you are a man. There you go. Great Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. One of my favorites. It was nominated for Best Picture that year, as was Miracle on 34th Street. How about Two of that? the great Christmas movies of all time yeah. came out in the same year, both nominated for Best Picture. They both lost to Gentleman's Agreement that year. However, the Christmas movie The Bishop's Wife, I know it's one of your favorites. It's one of my favorites. It came out in Wichita movie theaters 75 years ago today. And that's entertainment news in the blur with Stephen Ted. Coming up, the Wichita Business Journal update a prediction of slower deliveries for the 737 Max this month. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.